Hello. Ah. Hello. Welcome. Welcome to another, another episode, episode of Ron's Education. Education, the comedy science podcast where comedian podcast. me. me. Laura Podcast Laura, tries to learn Ron from podcast. Science Brother Comedy Podcast. Hello, everyone. Um, welcome to the podcast. Um, new listeners, this will be confusing. Hey, go back to episode one, start there. Join us in a, di- a matter of days when you've frankly binged all of our bingeable content and ended up back here. Um, normal listeners, hi, dudes. We're fucking about with the intro today. Ron, you, the way you're wearing your hoodie right now really reminds me of that statue of Dopey that mum has on her bedhead. Oh, then I'll stop doing that then. Oh. Okay. How are you, Ron? Yep, I'm good. How are you doing? You've had a birthday weekend. I have, I have indeed. How was your birthday weekend? It was nice, yes. Um, we did. You played the vinyl. drawing game, I see. Yeah, I played the drawing game on vinyl. Um, edit this out. Back in. Um, yeah, we we did some drawing. Introduced my friends to drawing. They were a bit like what you'd want us to just sit around and draw and then as with everyone that you introduced to that game we giggled and giggled yeah if you ever guys if you ever want a um a, a fun party game a parlor game when you're in your cups or just chilling with friends get a load of blank pieces of paper out and a load of pencils and you set a timer you say seven minutes and everybody has to try and draw the same animal from memory and it produces hilarious results you're not Um, allowed to look at a reference picture even beforehand Uh -uh. not not allowed to refresh yourself at all you have to do one side on and one front on picture yeah and you have to try and draw it photo realistic yeah (laughs) maybe i'll try and dig out some of the ones we've done and put them on the instagram it send me the ones from this week because um um, you sent them to me and were like, guess what we're drawing? I guessed buffalo. It was not a buffalo. No, the first ones, which was the gentle boys, were insane. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's it's like you think, oh, no problem. Like I can't draw photorealistic, but, you know, I, you know, I know the shape of a pig. You don't. <laughs> no. Where's a pig's neck, huh? Yeah. It's a pig's neck. I mean, I know I can't draw, and yet some of the things I've produced. Did you remember that goat with the enormous arsehole? Yeah, you just drew a goat with a horrible, <laughs> gaping arsehole. Nobody knows why. Because I was so sure, and I'm still quite sure, that like the hair around the bumhole is all like designed like a target to like make you look at the bumhole. Yeah, but you drew it with a cavernous anus. It was yeah. horrible. Okay. A cavernous. Um... Yeah, so there's a fun game. There you go, everybody. Play a fun game. Um, Send in your picks. Oh yes, a few glasses of wine do does help with the the giddiness yeah. of the game. But uh, that's up to you. We have to apologise to everybody that was at the live show last weekend. We were so giddy ourselves, we forgot to say class dismissed. So that lesson is now open until the February live show. Sorry about that. Apologies, yeah, even Laura forgot. I forgot to bully Ron into doing it, and so that's just that. We've got a birthday shout-out, Ron. Happy birthday, special listener. Not a listener. 
Happy birthday. Oh, I see what's going on. Happy birthday, special dad. Happy birthday, Agony Dad. We know you don't listen. We know you didn't even listen to the episode you were on. But that is part of your charm, your absolute apathy towards your children. Mum of friend of the podcast, Noah. Uh, his mum has the same birthday as Agony Dad. Oh, happy birthday, Noah's mum, then. But Lovely. only if Noah's still a patron. <laughs> I think he is currently. Is this becoming um, a podcast just for our immediate friends and family? No, none of them listen apart from Noah. Does Noah actually listen? Yeah. Oh, no, I love you. I love you, you giddy boy. No, uh, Gentle Boy doesn't listen. He, he on- He's a live show only kind of a, a live show. No, live show only. But then he did say to me the other day, he was like, oh, I wanted to hear that bit where... Um, because uh, he was he was looking after child of the podcast in one of the intros outros. Yeah, he's like, oh, I wanted to hear that bit where I come in and um, see how that sounded on the podcast. And then he went, I really like the intros outros. I might start listening to them. Mad. I'll just send him the recordings <laughs> before I've edited them into the main episodes. That'd be much easier. No, we need those downloads. Yeah, we do. We do. Um. Right. What else do we have to say? Yeah, it's um, it's happy birthday to Agony Dad. It's a lovely episode today, isn't it, Ron? I thoroughly enjoyed it. I think um, people are going to have a lovely time with this. I think we're, we're in a on... really good spate of episodes. Now. Oh my god, Ron! We always are. Why do you get angry when I am saying that we're good? Because just, just. Just say the whole podcast is good always and forever. No, because then it's like, oh, every week I'm like, oh, yeah, best episode ever. Nobody's going to believe me. Whereas if I say, you know what, a little while ago wasn't great. Sorry about that. But this is a real good one. Then people will believe me. All right, then. I had popcorn for dinner last night and now like a little bit of my gum is all puffy and I think there must be some popcorn stuck in there. So enjoy the episode, listener. (laughs) We'll see you on the other side. We're still doing outros. Uh, Maybe that's where Laura's gums should be discussed. But um, enjoy it, and um, we'll be back in a second. Love you. Was that random? Yeah. Uh. (laughs) It came out of nowhere and went nowhere. Well, that's because you didn't talk back about it. I'm not taking it back for that one. I think I saved it. I did brush my teeth really well. Twice. Obviously not well enough. No. Um, did you mouthwash? No. I hate mouthwash. It hurts. Oh, uh, I love mouthwash. But yeah, I've recently found out, thanks to Beck Hill and her podcast, that um, you should uh, mouthwash before you brush. Oh. Yeah. Why? Because if you mouthwash after you brush, it washes off all of the toothpaste from your teeth. But if you brush after you mouthwash, does it not brush off all of the mouthwash? Well, I think mouthwash is mainly about, like, getting bacteria out of crannies. Um, and for me, just having ludicrously fresh breath. So um, I can do that if I mouthwash before I, I, I I think brush. that's what put, puts me off mouthwash. Can we let people not? listen to the episode now? I thought they were. I thought we would probably edit this bit out. Okay. Do you want to leave it in? Yeah. Oh, all right then. I, that's what puts me off mouthwash, is that... You, sorry, I thought this was all off from the minute you said Because <laughs> it says, don't use it, like, within half an hour of brushing or use it at a different time. And then I'm like, when am I thinking about... If I'm not brushing, I'm eating. 
That's not true. Um, it, do you not like sometimes have lunch and then be like, oh, I'd quite like just fresh breath? Yeah, I suppose I could. I could. Yeah, I could replace my mid because I brush my teeth like four or five times a day. Oh, you sh- I don't think you should be doing that. I love brushing my teeth. Yeah, but I don't think you should be. Why? <laughs> Why? You damaged, you damaged the enamel. I thought it repaired the enamel. No. Do you know what toothpaste is? No. <laughs> it's an abrasive paste. Yeah, I thought it was doing good stuff, though. It grinds it down. No wonder all the popcorn's in there. Yeah, Laurie, you should only brush twice a day. Oh. You can overbrush. I think I've been overbrushing. My teeth You've hurt been overbrushing. You say your teeth hurt all the time. Yeah. That's because you've brushed away all the enamel and all the nerve endings are just in the open air. Oh, man. They twice really hurt a- in cold weather. Yeah, twice a day. And then mouthwash in the day. Well, I'm really glad we didn't just let them listen to the episode now. I just have little nubby teeth. Bloody... Yep, sorry. (laughs) Bloody hell, Laura. Five times a day. I like brushing my teeth. I hate brushing my teeth. Oh, I love it. I get headaches if I don't do it. Brushing your teeth too often or too vigorously can wear down the enamel of the teeth. Overbrushing causes gums to recede, which can make them more susceptible to diseases and popcorn. The enamel <laughs> is the protective layer of your teeth, so wearing it down can make your teeth more, ses- more sensitive and susceptible to damage. Oh, bloody hell. That's exactly what I've done. Three times a day seems to be the max you should do. Okay, I'll cut down. Yeah. I'm going to order some Twice more. is enough for most people, but three times won't hurt. We recommend brushing your teeth at least twice a day, around 30 minutes after breakfast and once before you go to bed. Okay. Why 30 minutes after breakfast? Because if you eat, it softens the enamel because it feeds all oh of the bacteria. God, they everything release acid. Is, why are teeth made of enamel if it is not fit for purpose? Because we're only supposed to live about 30, 40 years. Oh. Humans maybe we need to sexual... evolve a third set. Like maybe, like we'd need milk teeth, midlife teeth, and then another set. Yeah, you just have to buy those in Turkey. It's fine. <laughs> okay, enjoy the. <laughs> Ron, I can hear muffled chattering of your housemates behind you. Sorry, should I tell them to fuck off? <laughs> no, it's exciting. I don't know who they are, so I just picture them. The sexy no. house band that lives with Ron. Uh, sister of the podcast met most of them the other day. Yeah? Yeah. But it was very funny because I couldn't, uh, I couldn't recall... Uh, I couldn't introduce her because I couldn't remember one of their girlfriend's names. Uh. So I just didn't introduce anyone. <laughs> Oh, did you do an awkward Ron stand there? No. Sister of the podcast and I sat and drank tea. It was way too hot. They heat the house too much, Laura. Oh, I hate that. And they overfill the kettle and they put my sharp knives in the dishwasher. <gasps> Ron, that is an arrestable offence. Those knives are really nice. I know. Tell, tell them not to. I have twice. The, well, Just start sec- keeping them in your room. The second time... No, that's creepy. The second time I um, had to send them the Bernie Sanders meme where it's like, I am once again asking you not to put my knives in the dishwasher. <laughs> yeah. They must think you're so grown up compared to them. Yeah, no. I think so. 
Um, yeah, you know, knife guy. He's one of our housemates. Yeah. I bought you those knives. Yeah. I'm such a good sister. Like, a uh, long time. Coming up on 10 years ago now. Whoa, you old. Because you got them for me first year of uni or second year of uni? Maybe second year. So maybe like eight years ago. I wouldn't have got them for you when you lived in those halls. Yeah, I think it must... I definitely had them in second year, though, because I... If you'd had them in first year, you'd have killed your roommate. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that guy. He was the worst. He was a creep. He had that weird duvet cover, didn't he? The dolphin one, yeah. Dolphins, yeah, that was it. Which, on its own, like, you know, not, not what I'd have as an 18-year-old guy moving out for the first time ever wanting to have sex. Um, no, most but, men of that age go for just grey. Yeah, classic grey. Horrible, creepy, <laughs> yucky grey. But he had, like, an echo the dolphin jumping mm. out, which, which you know, again, not what I'd have, but fine. But then the weird thing was he had multiple things of it, and he would <laughs> just, he'd wash them and change them. And then it would always be the same. We only found out they had multiple when he spilt bleach on the corner of one of them. So sometimes it had bleach and sometimes it didn't. Uh, what was he bleaching in his bed? Oh, he was a real clean freak. He took his mattress away at Christmas, I think. A, so my friends wouldn't sleep in it. B, so he could clean it. Like the hall's mattress. Wow. Yeah. Didn't he live in London? Hendon, Yeah. Jeez. Which is on the northern line, and we lived less than four minutes' walk from Warren Street. Hey, he wanted the ultimate student experience of a bleachy dolphin bed. Yeah. And a knife guy. Sharing a room with this guy. Hey. And I, I was a drunken problem. Yeah. One time, I just I was very drunk, sat up in the middle of the night, threw up in my own bed. He was like... Ron, you have to sort that out. <laughs> I poked it like, with my hand because I didn't know what he was referring to. <laughs> and then I went, oh, God damn it!" And then I did sort it out. <laughs> but I tried to go back to bed. <laughs> I do feel, though, it is just, it's shameful to have to make two strangers share a bedroom in this day and age. Yeah. It's so weird. I'm so glad I didn't have to do that at uni. Yeah, it was the worst. But Ron, I really, after that puking story, I kind of feel like you're the worst of the housemates now. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't he always like the window open as well? No, he wanted it closed oh, all the time. Oh, you wanted it open. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you're an open windows guy. I like my windows to be, I like fresh air. Oh, what a fucking weirdo. Who, like, who oh, likes yeah, fresh you air? You always come round to our house and make it freezing. Yeah, because you guys like it so hot and stuffy and just stale air. You smell the kid gubbins on everything. It's horrible. It's just dog and kid everywhere. This guy comes in, tries to play a bit of fresh air into the house. Oh, what a villain. It's freezing. It's not. It was it unseasonably warm October. Don't talk about the unseasonably warm October. It's three degrees here in Oslo right now, and I'm having a great time in it. Mm, it's cold down in the to, UK. I went to the Edvard Munk Museum today, Rom. Ah! Yeah. His work is a mixed bag for me. I like some of it. Didn't like other bits of it, but I like the process, and there were some bits I thought were magnificent. The scream, 
It's fine. Do you know, um, supposedly, the scream is, um, like, because of Krakatoa? Because Krakatoa happened... And then the sky went a different colour and there was like a boom heard around the world and then that's supposedly what it was about? Yeah, so they talk on in the museum about... There, there's like a diary entry of his or something about walking down a beach and suddenly feeling a fracture of nature and like a like a weird feeling and the, and the scream's kind of about that. But I didn't know this about Monk. Like a lot of his work, he would often revisit the same motif until he felt like he'd got it right. So that idea of like, what are you looking at? Can you hear that? Is that coming through? What, a bus? No, there's bassy sounds. No, I can't hear bassy sounds. Okay, sorry. Coming up now, it's Cameron and the bassy sounds. Hi, I'm bassy sounds. I grew up in Nebraska, but now I'm the best Christian rock star. Why did you call me Cameron? I don't know, actually. (laughs) That's a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah. Normal brother Cameron. (laughs) Shall I just switch you to Cameron? No, your child will be confused. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Um, That's a deep cut. (laughs) Whoa. The deep cuts are the bestest, baby, I know. Um... Should we do some science? <laughs> I feel like you were halfway through a monk, um, a monk anecdote. A monk am- a- anecdote, yeah. What was I talking about? Something about him reusing motifs, which is uh, quite like ironic to get... interested in that, go and listen to our monk podcast. I can't be expected to finish all my anecdotes. Not when there's basic sounds. Um, yes, well, it's time... It's biology today, Ron. Tis, tis indeed. Um... Why are we faffing about talking about art? Yeah, art. We could do an art Patreon episode. What, two people going like, those colours are nice, I don't know about it though. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not sure about that one, that's an ugly bowl of fruit. Yeah, we could go to an art gallery. Oh, I do like art galleries. What art we've seen. I am actually quite learned, so I'd probably be able to talk about quite a lot. Well, I own several original art pieces, so... I'm also very Yeah, cool. that your mate gave you. Uh, that I bought from, from a professional mate. artist. <laughs> from your who mate. Who is also my friend. Yeah, from your mate. <laughs> At least I've got a mate. Yeah, I'm all alone. Yep. Doing a podcast with your sister. Um, what are we doing today in biology, Ron? 4.5.2 The Human Nervous System And we're not just talking about you, Laura <laughs> yeah. If only I had faith that I was a system <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Human Nervous Accident um, What can you tell me about nerves, Laura? Nerves and the nervous system um, Nerves are long and thin some of them go through your whole body. It's electrical. Little flaps go oop, oop, oop and let electrical impulses through. Okay. I think. I think we talked about that. Yeah, so that's a lot about nerves. That's good stuff. The nervous system's made in nerves. What can you tell me about the nervous system in general? Um, I was doing my research for this amp. And I was like, Laura's going to have stuff to talk about on this because we've talked about the nervous system recently. And I've just realised, nope, that was the gentle boy. 
You confused me with the gentle boy. Yeah, I was talking to the gentle boy about the nervous system yesterday morning over an oat milk cappuccino at the cafe outside the gym. What was he doing in Bristol? He lives there. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. Where did you think he lived? Um, Taunton, I think. No. That's... Yeah, never mind. Okay. Um, What can I tell you about the nervous system? Probably goes from, like, nerves are all over the place, get nerves all over the body, thousands of nerves, probably, and then the ends are in places, and then they relay messages back to the brain. Always back to the brain? No, sometimes to muscles or the stomach or to uh, hormone glands, lymph nodes, eyes, (laughs) other major organs, skin all over the place, postal service, emotional postal service. So I really lost track of you during that list. I don't know. <laughs> you can't, because if you go silent, I will just keep throwing words into the soup until I think I've got the answer right. That was a cracking cup of tea I made myself that I've just finished there. It it's was a horrible mug, Ron. It has got real pound fifty vibes. Yeah, these are someone else's. Microwave and dishwasher safe. Um, yeah, but they scream dishwasher safe. This is, that's just a good size of mug. Not too big. Not too small. <laughs> That's what, about 300 mil, I reckon? Nah, bigger than that. It's bigger than your average, but not oh. by too much. It's not one of these big honkers. It's no JBS or whatever it is. JBL Sports. <laughs> <laughs> Are you all right? Normally you're really into the biology, but we're 11 minutes in and you can't be fucked. <laughs> I am. Um, so here's, here's where I'm dilly-dallying over this episode. First line of the syllabus in this section, it says, Stu- quote, students should be able to explain how the structure of the nervous system is adapted to its functions. But then it goes into no detail as to how much you need to know about that. Yeah, I don't really even understand what that means. Why? The st- well, how the structure you have to tell of the- me what functions it has first before I can understand how it's adapted oh, yeah, to those functions. Sure. Yeah. So, um, it's a bit, yeah, you know. Um, so there's two different types of signals, right, in the body okay. broadly. So you've got the endocrine system. Sweating. Uh, no. Um, endocrine system is hormones. Okay. So, hormones, um, and then you've got the nervous system. Nerves. Is that another type of signal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. From what you know about both of these things, Laura, what sort of gap in the bodily market do you think each of them are filling? I reckon nerves is motor and hormones is uh, chemical reactions what do you mean by motor or are you just going off the fact that you've heard the phrase motor neuron in the past no 
I'm thinking like nerves is more like controls your movements and your physical motor reactions whereas hormonal reactions is more like changes in chemical levels inside you and like less motory less physical well not less physical i don't know the words broadly that is true but why is that in terms of the way that these signals are released and um accepted i have no idea because i don't know how they are released or accepted well what's a hormone uh, chemical? Yep, and how is that sort of transported around your body? Uh, in your blood? Yeah. What's, okay. a, what's, a, what's a nerve signal? Is it that electrical Mexican wave thing? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that just goes down the nerve, right? Yeah. So... So nerves are a bit more direct then. Yep, yeah, more direct, absolutely, a bit more targeted. If it's going all around your blood, sure, everywhere's not going to have receptors, but, you know, it's like a bodily change. Yeah, often a bit slower. Yeah, um, it's like getting on a Ferris wheel, and eventually you'll get to the bit you want to go to. Uh, yeah, 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 um, and and because eventually you're getting to the bit you want to go to, it is happy. <laughs> no. All right, think about it this way, right? Well, there's there's um. There's, there's, uh, we need, we need to light something up at the top. What's going to be quicker? Me turning a switch on at the bottom and then an electrical signal goes up to the top or you climb in a Ferris wheel, wait for it to go round and then you light a beacon when you get up there. Yeah, the nerve. Like I said, the nerves will be quicker. Did you say that? I think so, yeah. I don't think you did. I think I did. <laughs> Maybe you did. I think I did. I don't remember you saying that because I've been trying to eke it out of you for a while. <laughs> Well, I think I said it. At least I said it was more direct. Yeah, that's not the same. Yeah, it is. No. Yeah. No, you can yeah. be direct but slow. Like, mm, Laura, you're thick. <laughs> See, there I'm being direct but not slow. You're whereas, also being a ball bag. Whereas, like, I could be, like, fast and in- indirect, like... Laura, you could grasp these concepts more better. That was a f- I'm going to rise above this, Ron, like a little endocrine on a Ferris wheel. Cool. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So, hormone signaling or the endocrine system, that's for long-term sort of widespread changes. So, for example, things like cortisol, the stress hormone... It's going Which to pro- I'm feeling right now, actually. Yeah, you produce that and then it's going to stay with you for a while because it's kind of... What that's saying is, like, your whole body, be ready for a thing. It's same with, like, you know, like, when you get that adrenaline rush, that, like, pulses through your body for, a, like, you know, like, at least a couple of minutes afterwards, right? Because yeah. your whole body needs to be ready for fight or flight. Nervous signal, much shorter term. Like, if as soon as the stimulus stops, usually, um, the feeling stops as well. That makes so much sense because I've been really struggling this with Child of the Podcast, like as I'm trying to get used to looking after her all the time. 
and I get really frustrated with myself where like if she she has like a full tantrum and it's hard work and stuff and then she goes back to normal in the blink of an eye and is all like boo boo ba 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 blah 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 and then I'm left there raging and like mad at her like and you feel like a monster because you're like you're an adorable child but I'm mad at you but if that makes sense because the ferris wheel hasn't got let all of the cortisol off yet then that feeling is gonna hang around for a little bit longer and also like often she's probably not like you know she's probably dealing with um stimulus that are that she's feeling via her nervous signals so you know like fiddling with your microphone this is it's not there's a wire on the desk let me just sort it and then it will be out the way Um, so she's probably dealing with um, signals that are coming in via her nervous system. So, like, you know, her hands are sticky. There's a raisin in her shoe. She doesn't like the texture of the thing in her mouth. Mm. Um, so, But then as soon as that thing goes away, she's not receiving that signal anymore. Whereas you've become annoyed by it, so then you've still got those stress hormones in your body. Yeah. Whereas she yeah, probably never developed those. She was just reacting to a signal that came in. Yeah. That's interesting. And that, um, disclaimer, that might all be bollocks, but it's an example of how this could work and the difference between the two. Yeah. Okay. Um, cool. So, if you go to the ye olde WhatsApp web... Okay. Not on my phone, Ron, though, because my phone is over the other side of the room, like a good student. Well done. Good on me. Um, so if you could look at Figure Figure Right. Look at what am I looking at here? I am looking at two sea anemones connected Bonkin. together. Mm. They've got uh, marshmallows on sticks connecting them. And these things are labelled. Um, the little. Well, let me, let me talk you through oh. it, maybe. Um, yeah, so it looks mad. Yeah. Um, looks so- cool, though. Again, I didn't know how much to go into this um, because um, it doesn't say how much I need to go into this. So we will go. We're going to go very briefly into the structure of nerves. Um, so essentially, what you have is you have the cell body. That is where all of the. Even though a nerve cell is a very specialised type of cell, it still needs to do all of the stuff that... Well, not all of the stuff, but a lot of the stuff that a cell needs to do. So it will still need to produce proteins. It will still need to recycle old things. It will still need to get rid of toxins. It still needs to produce energy. It needs to produce a lot of energy. Um, So it needs mitochondria. It needs ribosomes. It needs Golgi apparatus. It needs all of these things, okay? ATP. ATP. So it still has the cell body, and you can see that it's got a nucleus in there as well. Because mm-hmm. what's the nucleus for? The uh, DNA in an envelope. What's the DNA for? Proteins that make up what you are. Close enough. It's the recipe <laughs> for proteins, basically. <laughs> so four then, letters. Four nucleotide bases, yes. Um, coming off the cell body you have little fingers uh, which are called dendrites now this comes from the greek for tree because it's kind of like the branches of a tree like a rhododendron sure probably a a tree from roads yeah i agree probably what that is 
Now, it has one thing that looks like a dendrite that is much longer than the other ones going down. In this drawing, it's in grey. That is called the axon. That is like the wire in the electric in the electricity metaphor. Yeah, okay. That's like a long tentacle coming off. That's the bit that's got the marshmallows on, just so that you're keeping up with how I was describing it. Yep. Um, the we'll marshmallows... This image on the Instagram... The marshmallows themselves are the myelin sheath. Now, this is a waxy substance that acts like the rubber around the cable. I've, I know about myelin sheaths, wrong because of those medical videos I used to make. Yeah. Um, so they literally keep in the electrical signal. There are gaps in between them. I can't for the life of me remember what the gaps are for. I think it's to let oxygen and stuff in. Oh, um, weird. What are the gaps in a myelin? My lin sheath. Oh, they're called. Oh, that's awesome. They're called the nodes of Ranvir. Oh, yeah. What the are nodes they? Nodes of Ranvir. How would you wait? How would you pronounce that? R A N V I E R. Ranvir. R A N V I E R. Yeah, Ranvir. The nodes of Ranvir. Oh, I love that. They're rich in positive sodium ions. Take your myelin from the sheath and we will meet at the nodes of Ranvier. Turn left at Axon. Once you have defeated the dendrites and got past the body in the cell. Then you will know the synapse. Um, Cool, Simon, wake up! (laughs) It says here... um, each gap in the myelin Don't sheath... Don't brush between... over that, Ron! Sorry, I, I was reading. I didn't hear what you said. I said, come on, Simon, wake up. Nice. That's very good. Thank you. Um... My womb? <laughs> I want that to be my catchphrase for the podcast. I want lots of merch with just my womb on it. Make it happen, Labyrinth. <laughs> Yeah, it's something about sodium ions recharging electrical signal in the nodes of Ranvier. Then, at the end of the axon, you, it splits off into little it's branches. It's the ax off. Uh, axon? Who, who am I, axon. the Karate Kid? <laughs> um, uh, Mr. Mylin Yagi. <laughs> J. Dendrite Smith. <laughs> Horrible. Yeah, real bad. Um, yeah. yeah, at the end of that, you got the synapse. Um, this is the gap in between two nerves. The, across the synapse is where the signal has to be transferred. There are different chemical messages that um, transfer it across. They're released from one bit in little um, globules, um, and then they bind to receptors on the other one. The chemical messenger that they use to cross the synapse determines the type of signal that is sent. Often things that impair your judgment or fuck you up um, will be attacking these signals here. So, for example, when you get drunk, it's actually the gaps in between the synapses that are slowed down. Oh. Among other things, probably, but I heard that once. So, Laura, that's a nerve. How do you feel about it? I've drawn it expertly in the notebook. I've got no gel pens, though, so it's not glorious. Okay, but how do you feel about it (laughs) as as a thing you need to know? 
oh, like right now it makes sense and then tomorrow I will forget that I was even in Norway. So the thing to um, that this drawing doesn't necessarily sort of um, convey super well is that that axon is the bit that's really long. So like the nerves going from like your toes up to your hip that will be one long nerve cell with a really long axon. It won't be a chain of them passing on a signal like that. Okay. Is that why stubbing your toe hurts so much? Because you don't lose any of the um, concentration of the feeling in lots of synapse exchanges. It's just one going boom. No, it hurts so much because there are lots of nerves there because your feet are very important, so we need to feel a lot with them. Have you ever seen um, uh, the sensory homunculus? No, but I'm picturing um, who's that little magic card that I fancied for a while? That little cute fibble thip. Fibble thip. <laughs> yeah, I'm picturing a little sexy fibble thip. Like, oh, come and give me a cuddle. No, let me try and find the sex. The, the sensory. If you've never googled fibble thip the lost. I su- suggest you do it right now, listeners. You'll have a lovely time. He's an absolute cutie. So um, this is by the way, horrible. Um, but, um, so basically this is a, um, not everywhere in your body is equal in terms of nerves or, 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 or feeling. So no, things, four legs good, two legs better. Obviously your hands and your face, like especially your mouth. Um, especially my mouth. um have a lot more feeling in them so um i can't remember if it was artists or scientists or maybe both um they created what they called the the sensory homunculus which is um in proportion that you should know um it was in proportion to the amount of feeling that each part the each of these parts of the body have um the butt is glowing what's happening he's preparing to send me something Oh, whoa. Okay, so it's like a, a, a human creature and and then the bits that feel the most are biggest. So there's a real Habsburg chin on this dude. The tongue is hanging out of enormous lips. The nose is quite snubby. The ears are massive. I would have thought the dick would be bigger, TBH. The dick looks in proportion to the legs. The hands are huge, like absolutely wildly bigger than the head big. Wow. It's yeah. not hot. The feet are big as well, though, which is kind of the point I was making. Yeah, the feet are big. Um, because, yeah, that's why stubbing your toe hurts, because you need to feel a lot with your feet, so there's a lot of nerves there. The butt is small. The butt is small. The, the testicles are, are big. Yeah, yeah. Testicles are bigger than the peen. Yeah. I'd be interested to see that with a clitoris. Is there a female homunculus? I've never seen a female Emotions hum- or whatever it's called. Sensory. Because the clit's meant to be quite like, that's a big one, isn't it? Um. Um. You'd have thought the nipples would be bigger too. Learning way too much about you, man. Nips yeah. are way sensitive. <laughs> I'm not seeing anything and I want to stop oh, looking at these. never ever do this stuff about women? God damn it, science. We exist too. Ugh, some of these are really horrible. What, women? 
<laughs> Ron's just googled women. <laughs> this one, this one's got the big dick you were asking for. Whoa! That's <laughs> That was real horrible. Oh, wow. We'll put all of this on the Instagram. Oh, here's, that... here's, here's a lady one with a big protruding puss. <laughs> oh, wow, but the woman's tongue is enormous. The woman one feels different to the other ones. But, yeah, she has. she's basically the puss has become an outie. Um, and the tongue is gigantic. I wonder if women have more nerve endings in their tongue than men then. I wouldn't necessarily trust the science of all of these <laughs> horrible things. No. Considering I sent you two and they were wildly different. Yeah, but basically we're going mouth, <laughs> hands, feet, genitals. Basically, the the guy that made the first one has a big numb knob. <laughs> the one that yeah. made the second one is... is a, Was wanking at the time. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> wow, how did we get <laughs> How did we get onto this? Um, <laughs> That's what the first person to fuck that second homunculus said. <laughs> um, right, where, where, where are we going next? Um, information, um, so... Um, what it wants us to know about now is what's called a reflex arc, um, which is basically... Is that like when God speaks to you and says, I'm going to flood the earth, build a boat, and you quick as a flash? Yeah, but when he's like, it's more like, I'm flooding you, build a boat, not yeah, I'm going you just, to. You yeah. just do it straight away. Um, God says flood, you say arc. Arc. You didn't say flood. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I'm not a hype man. No. Whoa, who's who's your favourite of Noah's sons? Shem. I like ham. Ah, no one ever goes for Japheth. No. Um, I'm just a ham boy. I used to like ham, but now I'm a pescatarian. Yeah, fair. Shem. <laughs> Um, That's because uh, they really wanted a girl, and when he came out, just, hmm, <laughs> This is a good episode. Yeah, we're, we're... <sighs> Big num knob. <laughs> Big num knob. <laughs> um, right, so just a little bit of term. Well, so um, it's called a stimulus, what sets off your nerves, and that can be many different things. Maybe name In a few. diagram, they've jammed a pin quite far into somebody's skin. Oh, you're looking at that already. Don't look at oh, that. Oh, should just I now. not be? Not, okay. not just yet. It's fine. Okay, I'm going to go back to the homunculus. But spoiling. Oh, ways. agony. Dad's replied. Oh, about oh. what? Well, I I text him because we've just recorded the Crete episode. And we were quite confused about seas and oceans, and so I said, "Do you want to do a Patreon episode where you teach us the difference between seas and oceans?" And he has said, "Not sure the topic would take more than thirty seconds." <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Cool. That's that's agony, Dad. (laughs) Um, Right. Uh, um, Stimulus, Ron. Stimulus. Yeah, and then um, at the end of a nerve, you have to have a receptor. 
Mm-hmm. So there's different types of receptors. So some will just be like standard pain receptors. Some will be temperature receptors and, and stuff like that okay. so that we can sense different things. And then they will control the, the input that's going into um, the nerve. Okay? The input that's going into the nerve? Yeah, like what type of signal is going down it? I thought, I thought it was like stimulus goes through the nerve to a receptor. No, the receptor picks up the stimulus. Okay. So you have, like, receptors in your skin that would recognise different stimuli. Okay. Hmm. All right, then. Goes along the cell, and then it goes to what's called the central nervous system, otherwise known as Uh, the CNS. CNS! Any idea what the CNS might be made up of? It's two things. Um, a peacock's and a British home stores. Didn't get that one. It just sounded like an old shop that would have been. Oh, I thought it sounded more like this is the brain and spinal cord reporting for CNS. Yeah, it could be. Or mm, he was taken in the night by the CNS. <laughs> I <laughs> swear he's not a communist, Mister McCarthy. We don't know if we're going to see him again. Ah, I'm cold. Uh, <laughs> He's the only one that knows how to control the heating. Uh, <laughs> what was the question? Uh, what do you think's made of the CNS? I did just say. What do I think's made of the CNS? Sorry, what makes up the CNS? Uh, and the CNS is the central nervous system. Yeah. Um, what kind of a word am I looking for? It's two things. It's two things. Uh, what, what, what's kind of, you know, what's like the the central part of all of this? Muscles? Do you think all of the nerves are centralised around the muscles? Do you think the muscles make the central nervous system? Nerves? They're, they're made of nerves, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I don't, I don't really understand the question. What part of your body do you think is the central nervous system? The skin? The skin, the outer part of you, the central nervous system. The... <laughs> the... What's uh, what's in the middle? What's the most important nervy bit? Tummy? Tummy button? <laughs> brain? Yes, the fucking brain! brain. That's brain. not in the middle either! That's at the top! Brain and spinal cord, which is very much in the middle. Mm, at the back. Middle of the back. <laughs> Alright, I don't think you led me to that answer very well. I, I, I'll agree with you there, but I also th- I think you dropped the ball that I dropped. I think, yeah, it was a bad pass and I stood on the ball and fell over. Yeah, I fumbled it, you tripped. (laughs) Are you eating a plum? No, it's the cap of my water bottle. All right, put that down. No, it's the brain and the spinal cord. Brain, obviously very important. Spinal cord, also important. Yes. Now, another piece of terminology. Another piece of terminology. That's the spinal cord. Another piece of terminology is an effector. Effector. And coordinator. Effector and coordinator. So Fighting crime. The CNS has coordinators in it. Mm-hmm. That sort of a stimulus. Of course is... they do. That's how we round up the traitors. Get him, Steve. 
don't use my real name, Jacob. I'm incognito. <laughs> Shut up, Ham. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, da, 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 uh, yes, um, so the CNS has the coordinators in it. They, mm-hmm. the, the stimulus comes in. Stimulus happens. I've thrown an egg in your eye. Receptors yeah. in your eye go, bloody hell, there's loads of egg in here. They send a signal to the coordinator. The coordinator looks through its little file effects and says, what do we do when we've got egg in the eye? It then sends another signal to an effector, which in this case would be muscles in your arms to scrape egg out of your eyes. Yes. That's the response. So now if we look at figure B... Figure B, figure B, figure B, figure B! (laughs) All right... Now the pin is in the skin. Yes, the pin is in the skin, the receptor in the skin. The pin receptor says, ow. It sends a signal down the sensory neuron. It Past goes, the dorsal root ganglion. Yeah, it goes to what is a ganglion. I'm a ganglion. A <laughs> ganglion is a thing in your, I think they're in your spine. Um, and they're basically like tiny brains, like the little balls of nerves, and they can sort out quite a lot of stuff. So but this without is, bothering the big brain. Without bothering the big brain. So what you're looking at there, Laura, is called a reflex arc. So not all stimuli have to be run up by the big one upstairs, okay? Um, a reflex, you know when like you burn yourself and your hand flies away from it and you didn't think about that at all? Yeah. That's because you weren't asked. Your body just did it. You've burnt your hand and then your spine has gone, you know what, we've seen this one before, we know the drill, this is day one, week one stuff, move hand away from fire. We, She's busy thinking about fucking CSD3 or something, we don't need to interrupt her on this one. So we're just... I think I've got those in my mouth wrong, because sometimes I say stuff on stage that I don't think I thought of. Maybe... Um, <laughs> um, that's a reflex art. Um, it, it says here reflex actions are automatic and rapid. They do not involve the conscious part of the brain. So that that probably does confirm what you've just said. The conscious part of your brain. So you can have. It seems like you can have reflex arcs through the unconscious part of your brain. Yeah. I do think you, I do a lot of my hosting students should understand brain. why reflex actions are important. Can you just speak to that briefly for three or four minutes? Three or four minutes? <laughs> yeah, I'm checking. Saves time. Like... To what end? Uh, it's a little bit... So my hand's on fire, yeah? It's quicker... Put the fire out quicker if I deal with that in my hand rather than it going to my brain and come back, so less damage to my hand overall. Yep. Um, keeps brain free to do other things. Suppose so. I think it's mainly about how quick it is, to be honest. Oh, okay, cool. I've done it then. Uh, But again, it's another thing that it says students should understand why reflex actions are important. Doesn't tell me the reasons that you need to be able to rattle off as to why they're important. Mm. Um, yeah. Um, how long have we been recording? Um, the perennial question. 40 minutes, Ron. That's probably all right then. Yeah, I love the way they've made the muscle in this diagram look like a stick of dynamite. Oh, yeah. The bomb's going to go off. Yeah. Right, and it's big it's like knob. they stuck a pin in <laughs> us and now we're going to kill them. Fuck. All right, Ron, I enjoyed that. Yeah, fun app. Yeah. Fun app. A very fun app. 
I was I wasn't looking forward to getting back onto syllabus. Every time we're in the holiday season, I enjoy the holiday ones. Yeah. But you know what? The syllabus is all right. We came back to some fun biology. And yeah. we had a lovely time. You prefer the anatomy stuff so I much do. more. Yeah. I do. Yeah. It's good times. We are such good times. Um, all right, Ron. I'll see you for the quiz. Lovely stuff. Ron! Hello. Run, 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 there's no run, run. No, no, run, run, could reach for the sky. How you doing, Ron? Yes, I'm all right. How are you doing? Oh, you're in a very different mood to me. Oh, yeah. Stressful Uh, day? Yes. Oh, sorry, Ron, Ron. Um... How's your day been? Yeah, it's been pretty good. Child of the Podcast has been delightful. We went swimming, uh, reunited with my Mac Mac after five days in Norway. Um, reunited with my gel pens. Mm-hmm. And your actual child? Yeah, I just said she's been great all day and we went swimming. We've had a lovely day. <laughs> you didn't say you were reunited though. Oh, we are reunited. <laughs> well, she is third after Mackie and the gel pens. Um, no, it's really great to see her. She has been a lot of fun. Uh, she's kind of at that age where she started putting words together, which is quite fun. So, like, Tom was explaining to her that I was coming home on an aeroplane. She's been obsessed with aeroplanes lately, but now it's like, Mama, aeroplane. <laughs> so I'm on all aeroplanes. I don't know. She's going to lose her mind on Sunday when we go on an aeroplane together. Oh, yeah, I forgot you guys are going up to Inverness to see we, sister of the podcast. We are, youngest, older sister of the podcast. We are going to see her with nephew of the podcast and brother-in-law of the podcast in Scotland. Fun. Excited? I'm very excited, yeah. that That's the sibling I see the least, but I talk to a lot. Um and uh, I, the, she hasn't met nephew of the podcast yet, and I think she absolutely loves silly noises and funny faces, and that is his forte. So I think the two of them are going to have a great time. Yes, he is a intense ball of energy. Yeah, yeah, and I think she is going to feed off that energy and really enjoy herself. I didn't realise quite how long it had been since I'd seen Nephew of the Podcast, because he didn't come down with Sister of the Podcast like the last time or two that she was down. Um, And yeah, that, that kid's... A lot. <laughs> he's full of beans. He, he is, is full one of beans. big bean. Oh, he's excellent. I can't wait. Yeah. I just think he's exactly the age that she's going to find magnificent. Oh, he is magnificent. Yeah, he's a little wonder. And he looks so much like Agony Dad. He does. He's so different to the rest of the family. When he stayed at mine, when they were coming down, um, uh, they, you know, they 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 got they arrived quite late. Like it was almost like half, like eleven, half eleven or something mm-hmm. when they when we got to mine. Um, and then so sister of the podcast obviously was like, "Oh, clean your teeth, get ready for bed and stuff." And then he was like, "Oh, it's okay if I say goodnight to Uncle Ron's housemates." <laughs> and then just wanted to like come into the kitchen and say goodnight to everyone. Weird. Um, yeah, so much more sociable than, yeah. <laughs> than the rest of the family would have been. <laughs> Everyone else would have been wearing Shirehorse blinkers, just like, no, no small talk. 
Yeah, that's what I do most days, and I live with them. Yeah. He's a legend. Can't mm. wait. Mm. We've got to do a quiz, Ron. Oh, yeah. I'm excited about this quiz because I've already edited the main bulk of the episode, so that's kind of like revising. That feels like cheating. Well, to balance it, I won't look at my notes at all. Okay. Um, is revising cheating? Fucking hell. Every type of learning is cheating to you. I think listening to the previous episode is cheating, no? Is it? Well, then, how the fuck am I supposed to revise? No, Just maybe Just sit that's by myself good. and think. Like, not look at my notes or listen to the episode. No, look at your notes before the test. Why, my notes are shit. Listening, I, and I, di- I didn't edit it today. I edited it like two days ago, so it might have all gone. I don't know. Yeah, it's all fine. I don't know. I was just a bit out of sorts today. I'm sorry, Ron. Do you want to talk about it? Uh, it's just work stuff. Just, um, like, clients very justifiably angry because something's gone wrong. But simultaneously, not my client, picking this up for someone in my team. I've spent several hours today working on it, often while trying to get other things done at once. And it's it's not my fault anyway. But, like, they're pissed off. And I'm a bit like, I've tried so hard to help. And I get that it hasn't worked. But also, like, I don't know what you want me to do. And now I just kind of feel bad because I do really want to help. And then, like, I've literally only just finished working on it. Basically started at 9 a.m. today. I've cleared tomorrow morning. And they're like, oh, we have to get it done this evening. Is anyone else working? It's like, I can't ask someone to stay late um, to help you on this. And also, it is kind of your fault. So, (sighs) You just care too much, Ron. Your heart is too big. Yeah. You're like uh, you're like you're like a man who got a transplant, but it was accidentally a horse. Anyway, let's do a quiz. Okay. Um. Do you want me to answer in silly voices to cheer you up? No, that would really drive me insane. I'd okay. do the opposite. <laughs> Uh, name five parts of the structure of a nerve, Laura. Uh, cell body. Yep. Dendrons. Close enough. Dendrites. Dendrites. Uh, myelin sheaths. Yep. Synapse. Yep. Gap of Ramvir. Oh, Ramvir, yeah. I'll give you that. Yes! Wasn't the wasn't the one I was no expecting, the long one I can't remember what that's called axon axon come on Laura yeah um, now what are the two constituents of the CNS Laura the central nervous system it has ah uh, responders and. Like the go-getters, the seekers, the receptors. Receptors and responders? No. Uh, no, it's the brain and the spinal cord. Oh. <laughs> yeah, not close. Okay. Not, not close. close. <laughs> <laughs> Can you not please qualitatively explain why reflex arcs are important? Okay. Reflex arcs are important because they 
cut the response time between a potentially dangerous stimulus and your reaction, therefore reducing the potential risk to How do they do this? By bypassing the brain and physically having a response giver closer to the nerve ending where the stimulus is coming from. Nice. And can you just um, list the pathway of a um, of, uh, of of a, of a reflex arc? Uh, so the stimulus pin in the skin gets yep. to the nerve, goes up the axon to the cell body, across the synapse, um, goes to a little. Little um. No, this is where you should be saying things like receptor and response. Goes to a receptor, which is like the little muscle brain. Start again. If you want any points, start again. <laughs> There's a receptor in the skin, pin in the skin. Yep. That's one point. What's that? Stimulus. Yes, that is recognised by receptor. Yep. Then it goes to. Reactor. No. Does it begin with a C? Yeah. Yeah, I knew it did. Um, coordinator. Yep. Yes! Which then it goes to? Muscles. Which is? Good? Yeah. What? That's what it says in the syllabus. <laughs> Stimulus to receptor to coordinator to muscles, which is good. Which is... Action? Activate? Yes. What's the actual word for that? Response. No, that's the last bit. Action. No, otherwise I'd have said yes the first time you said it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Resolution. No, do you want me to tell you? Ow, move away. Yes, the ow move away. Reflex. It's all the reflex arc. Uh, Yeah, okay. Uh, Hmm... Solution. Synonyms. More synonyms. Because you're on the right <laughs> okay. track. But um, Solve the problem. Uh, more succinct. Um, completion. Resolution. You've said that before. Uh, 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 solution. Um... Uh, To the hooray! I don't know, Ron. Effector. Oh, come on! Solution is better. Um, no, because the response is the solution. The effector makes the response happen. Okay, I'll do pretty well though. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um. Okay. Right. Um. That's the quiz then. Oh, all right then. I think I did very well. Pretty 10,000 points to me. And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Absolutely. Let's not get back into tooth chat, no matter how much I want to. It is all I'm going to text you about today, Ron. Um, I absolutely did say that hormones were a bit slower. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Why don't you care about anything? <laughs> Sometimes I'm wrong. And you're always Ron. I am, I am. Um, you can't spell wrong without Ron. That's... Oh, Ron, let's get that on a hat. No more hats. No. But T-shirts are too difficult to do as much because... Because you're not all one size. Yeah, like heads are pretty one size situations. Ugh. Laura, I still haven't told you my merch idea. Haven't you? What's your merch idea? Have I told you about this? You might want to edit this out because I think it could actually be legit be a fun thing to do. But you know when Why you go to... Why would we edit it out if it's a fun thing to do? Because we <laughs> might want to... Let's just leave in the shit ideas. No, 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 no. Because we might want to like, um, uh, you know, like do a, do a reveal or something. Because it would involve pa- uh, patron um, uh, um, input. But you know when you're at school and then everyone has to draw themselves and then they put it all on a tea towel? Yeah. You want to make a class tea towel? Yeah, class tea towel. Actually, I think that's a really good idea, Ron. I thought so, right? Yeah. All right, we'll investigate. Let us know if you want to do that. Um, Speaking of merch, and this genuinely wasn't a segue, but we've got stickers now. Um, We unveiled them at the live show last week, so quite a lot of them are sold. But if you want um, a set of stickers, uh, it's got the logos, it's got the second year and the original logo, it's got two Bunsen rats and it's got us as scientists, Um, go to my coffee page, uh, ko-fi.com or .co.uk. I don't know. You know how Google works forward slash Laura Lex and in the shop there um, the stickers are available if you want some Lex Ed stickers to stick on your laptop or stick on your whatnots and promote the show for us we love you don't stick them on your whatnots on your hoodats we, uh, that's stick them on your business um, there's a Patreon episode out this Friday it's a classic brilliant one it's Rusty Sugar Oh, goodness me. <laughs> One of our more bananas ideas. Ron and I both got creative and wrote uh, a short story about a character called Rusty Sugar. And let me tell you, we went in wildly different directions. I haven't listened to that yet. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. It's good. It's good fun. It's good Absolute crack. Absolute nonsense. I do think you didn't give me enough reaction for my story, but I understand you were just in a pit of shame. <laughs> Why was I in a pit of shame? Because of what I was producing and you are related to me. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yours was more of a kind of Monty Python-esque surrealist piece. (laughs) Whereas yours was like Ian Rankin. Yeah, mine was like Cormac McCarthy meets uh, Lex Education, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. Um, anyway, have a lovely week, everyone. We'll be back next week with Chemistoire. Enough um, of Laura flapping her bony little nubs. I'm really worried about my teeth now. <laughs> yeah, honestly, do stop brushing five times a day. Yeah, okay. You, I will. You're going to save on toothpaste. Oh, I just love having clean teeth. Yeah, mouthwash. Yeah, I'll order some more. All right, everyone. No, no, time. register. Oh, register. It's because you haven't put it in the notes. So I have. Oh, but really scroll down, you jerk. It didn't fit on the page before. That's just how fucking pages work, <laughs> you dumb bitch. Then put capital letters <laughs> register and an arrow down so I know. No! <laughs>
Sorry for calling you a dumb bitch. I didn't even register it. <laughs> register! Hey! Rum, dum, 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 bum. Oh, that felt a bit Christmassy with the rum. Rum, bum, 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 bum. Patron, register, please. Laura, you're kicking us off today. Thank you very much, Alison Turner, for being a patron. Alison Turner is building an army of sensory homunculi. Ready. Ready. <laughs> There's a typo. I'm very sorry. Let's start that one again. But not editing. No, not all of it. It's building an army of sensory homunculi ready to sense their way to victory in the upcoming battle for the soul of the nation. Whose side are they on? Only the homunculi know and they cannot speak, for their mouths are all weird. Yeah, I was uh, reading on Twitter before I wrote these this morning. (laughs) I'll stick some of the pictures of sensory homunculi on uh, Instagram, by the way. Huge thanking you to Dave Elkington, Chief Inspector of the Stale Air Police, coming around and telling off Rons for opening windows and trying to get some oxygen in the room. Hundred years before the mask for trying to get some fresh air. That's a hateful act to want fresh air. You are a sour little boy, Ron. (laughs) And a massive thank you to Catherine Taylor. Is your window open right now, by the way? No, because I'm recording a podcast. Because it's cold. Because it's cold. Because I'm recording a podcast. And because I've just been enjoying the smells of my lovely smelly candle that I bought myself for my birthday. You are adorable. It's coffee house flavour, so it makes your house smell like you're sitting in a cafe. Oh, it's, but without mm, other people. Yeah, it smells of coffee, vanilla and hazelnut. And, oh boy. I got you smell. rugby tickets for your birthday. Yes, because, you know what, men? You can have it all. You can buy you yourself candles. a nice smelly yeah. candle and you can receive rugby tickets for your birthday. That is a valid identity to have. Yeah. Ron got me a vegan um, Japanese cookbook and I made the katsu again yesterday, Ron. Oh, damn. That's so good. I'll make um, it when you come. Anyway, thank you, You should you, make that when Taylor. you're down in Somerset in next week. Mum won't trust that meal. Are you mad? No, so me and Mum have been talking a lot about... Oh, my God, I haven't told you this. <laughs> do we want to do this on air? Yeah, 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 pause the register. <laughs> <laughs> Catherine, so, we're coming to you, babes. We're coming. Hold on. Went to this amazing restaurant in Bristol on my birthday. Um, big up Sunny Stores in Southville. Honestly, it's some of the best food I've eaten in ages. Um, and... Um, uh, we'd we'd had uh, like I think we'd had a drink or two beforehand. Our reservation Did you call was quite. Sea again? No, no, no. Um, uh, we'd had a couple of drinks beforehand because our reservation was until like quarter past eight or something. Yeah, so we like we did go to the pub before. Bedtime. And then um, we we had this meal and it was amazing. It was um it was uh, Papa Deli like freshly made pasta, and then it was just called like pork and milk or something. It sounds gross, but it was basically. <laughs> It's basically like a deconstructed pesto. It had chestnuts and aged parmesan. It was amazing. Mum went insane after <laughs> eating this meal. Um, and she disappears at one point. Oh, and then God. we're just like, where is she? Because we thought that she wanted to leave. And then Dad sees that she's like in the kitchen, <laughs> hugging all the waiting staff. <laughs> And then, I shit you not, she comes back holding a piece of paper. She's just gone into the kitchen. She got the chef to give her the recipe of the meal because she loved it so much. Oh, wow. 
<laughs> yeah, they, they they came over and they refused the tip from us because mum was so nice and was hugging Aww. all of them. She is nice to people, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's very funny. Nice one, mum. Um... Side note, also that what happened in that dinner. So we had a um, uh, we had a starter of um, chicken livers on toast. Like we all just split it, um, and I was eating it. And I was like, "This is so delicious!" But it really tastes like something. I can't work out what. I was like, "Is it haggis? Does it taste like haggis?" It's black pudding. And I was eating the whole thing, and then got to the end, and then um, Dad was just like. Pate. What you're thinking of is pate. It's like, oh yeah, mashed up livers probably do just taste like livers. Okay, okay, yeah, that's fine. I love that he waited until you put the. I can see him sitting there and put the last mouthful in. Son, you're an idiot. Happy birthday. Yeah, that's classic agony, Dad. Um, we're going to be doing some more recording with him soon. Mm. We should do that one on Christmas quiz. Yeah. Um, uh, Thank you, Catherine Taylor. Thank you for waiting. Maybe we'll thank you again next week because you've had to wait this week. But thank you, Catherine Taylor. Catherine is the UK's premier crib and score DJ. Crib and score. Crib and score. Yeah, not crib and score. Sorry, I can't read today. It's crib and score. Crib and score DJ. You know when you you get all up into club and you want to get cribbensy. Crips, 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 crips. Um, thank you, everyone, for being patrons. We love we love this world. The, the Discord has been particularly delightful this week. Oh, yeah. They don't even talk about us anymore. They just My, chat. I genuinely think we could stop the podcast and they'd still meet up a couple of times a year. I love it. Yeah. We won't yeah. stop the podcast, though, because Good everyone lads. would stop hanging out with me. Yeah. <laughs> anyway... Have a lovely week, everyone. These are some long intros, outros. <laughs> Class <laughs> 22 <the> minutes. <laughs> <laughs>